church, please stand. Lord, we come to, before you today with grateful hearts, Lord, and with expectant hearts for everything that you are doing this week and in our lives and all the things that you have done. We thank you that you're always there with us through whatever circumstances we may be facing.
God, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And blessed be His kingdom, now and forever. Almighty God, do all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets for Him. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Jesus said the first commandment is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. As we prepare to celebrate the mystery of Christ's love, let us acknowledge our sins and ask the Lord for pardon and strength. Please kneel. Most merciful God, I confess that I have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what I have done and by what I have left undone. I have not loved you with my whole heart. I have not loved my neighbors as myself. I am truly sorry, and I humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on me and forgive me, that I may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolute remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, the grace of salvation. Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy.
together our callet. Grant us, O oh Lord, to trust in you with all our hearts, for as you will always resist the proud who confide in their own strength, so you never forsake those who make their most of your mercy. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We always we Yeah, stay too. Heavenly Father, we just are so thankful for the treasure that we find here before us. The treasure in our children, Lord. We pray that you just work with them their whole lives. And, and particularly in their young lives, Lord, cause them to be raised up to be strong men and women of God. That they may be, Lord, our next generation to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Amen. First lesson this morning is from the book of Isaiah, chapter 35, commencing in verse 4. Say to those who are fearful hearted, Be strong, do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the dumb sing. For waters shall burst forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The parched ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water. In the habitation of jackals, where each lay, there shall be grass with reeds and rushes. This is the word of the Lord. Our psalm this morning is Psalm 146. Let us read responsibly by the half verse. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, O my soul. Do not put your trust in princes. His spirit departs. He returns to his earth. In that very day, his plans Happy is he who has the God of Jacob for his help. Who made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them. Who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord raises those who are bowed down. The Lord, the, the Lord watches over the strangers. 
He relieves the fatherless and widowed. The Lord shall reign forever. Your God is of all generations. Hallelujah. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, it is now. Our second lesson comes from the book of James, chapter 2, beginning at verse 8. If you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You do well. But if you show partiality, you commit sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. The word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Mark. Glory be to thee, O Lord. St. Mark, chapter 7, beginning at verse 24. From there, Jesus arose and went to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And he entered a house and wanted no one to know it, but he could not be hidden. For a woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him, and she came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she kept asking him to cast the demon out of her daughter. But Jesus said to her, Let the children be filled first, for it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And she answered and said to him, Yes, Lord. Yet even the little dogs under the table eat from the children's crumbs. Then he said to her, For this saying, Go your way. The demon has gone out of your daughter. And when she had come to her house, she found the demon had gone out and her daughter lying on the bed. Again, departing from the region of Tyre and Sidon, he came through the midst of the region of Decapolis to the Sea of Galilee. Then they brought to him one who was deaf and had an impediment in his speech. And they begged him to put his hand on him. And he took him aside from the multitude and put his fingers in his ears, and he spat and touched his tongue. Then looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to to him, Epatha, that is, be opened. Immediately his ears were opened, and the impediment of his tongue was loosed, and he spoke plainly. Then Jesus commanded them that they should tell no one. But the more he commanded them, the more widely they proclaimed it. And they were astonished beyond measure, saying, He has done all things well. He makes both the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. Gospel of our Lord. Praise be to thee, Lord Christ.
Well, in our collette this morning, our prayer was that the Lord would grant us to trust in Him with all our hearts. And we proclaim for you, Lord, always resist the proud who confine in their own strength. So you never forsake those who make their boast in your mercy. And so the, another powerful callette, another great outline for a pugnant message as we see these two words, always resisting the proud, never forsaking the lowly, those who seek after his mercy. So this morning, I think we're confronted, as I was praying, with a, a word, vanity. What God plants in us, a sense of self-worth, the enemy uses his number one weapon to destroy us. Last week, Deacon Harris spoke of the attitude and the conditions of envy. One of the better sermons I've ever heard, by the way. So, so dangerous is this condition. It's taken down so many that we read about in Scripture, we know personally people, I'm sure. Yet along with it, side by side, just as dangerous as pride. Scripture speaks loudly about the braggart. Corinthians 13.4 Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful, not jealous or envious. Love doesn't brag. It's not proud or arrogant. In this week's gospel, Jesus is demonstrating for us once again this self-giving, He does better than anyone. As he pours out his life for others. Imagine how tired he must have been all the time. This morning as I was in prayer, I had such a sense of that. I think not the first time maybe, but had such a strong sense, more than I've ever had in my life, of how tired. And yet what pushed him on. And those are the qualities, those are the characteristics, those are the very character of God that we should relish, we should desire, and we should emanate. In verse 32, and then they brought to him one who was deaf and had an impediment in the speech. They begged him to put his hand on him. 
but he's so very tired by now. So many times he would try and slip away, even at the, the very end. And yet there was such a need in the world, there was such a vacuum of God's healing presence. He's not mad about it. In fact, he's not disappointed about it. He's excited about it. He's an excited God when he looks at people who cry out to him. That's what the whole plan was always about. Not for you to have to grind it out, but that we could call upon the name of God Almighty. He'd reach down and he'd pick us up when we fell. He'd dust us off. He'd provide all of our needs according to his riches and his glory. All this in Christ Jesus, it says. This man was so much more than me. Then they brought to him the one who was deaf, and he begged him to put his hand on him. It says he took him aside from the multitude. And the reason we see this more than once in the scripture, it's so confusing, it's so noisy. Can you imagine, even for God? And so one of the things we want to seek in our life is not noise. Silence. We want to seek a time of prayer and just sitting before the Lord. I do this a lot. <laughs> Unfortunately, honestly, uh, at my age, you look out now. I have this office in my garage, and you can look through the family room window and through the window in the garage, and you see me sitting there hours on end. Man, <laughs> probably a fourth of the time I'm sleeping. <laughs> I don't mean sleep, but I go in there to meditate, be with the Lord, and just sit before him in that quiet place. And it's a place of, uh, it's a place of refreshing in so many ways. And so when Jesus saw this need, God himself, what was the first thing he did? Really noteworthy in this little passage. It says, looking up to heaven. Now, if there's anybody that didn't need to look up to heaven, it was him. But it was this continual attitude that became a portion of his character and his life of not oneness, but oneness with the Father and the Holy Spirit. He was a team player, always and completely. And always seeking first the needs of others over the needs of himself. And what a combination. 
What a winning formula. And he took him aside. He put his fingers in his ears and he spat and he touched his tongue. Then looking up to heaven, he sighed. And he said, be opened. And immediately his ears were opened. The impediment of his tongue was loosed and he spoke plainly. But then it says he commanded them that they should tell no one. I believe because he's wiped out. <laughs> you know, I have never, nor will I ever attain the success of Jesus, but I have prayed many times, often, for people. And like yourself, perhaps, when you leave those situations, you're exhausted. And you can really sense something went out of you in the form of uh, energy or <coughs> whatever it is. So he commanded that they should tell no one, but the more he commanded, the more they proclaimed it. Because they were astonished beyond measure, saying he's done all these things well. He makes both the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. In other words, he meets their needs. He's there for them. He's an answer to prayer. And they didn't want him ever to stop. They didn't know when he was going to stop. They didn't know when he was done, and they wouldn't get a chance. And so they surrounded him by the multitudes. They come by the hundreds and the thousands and sit in the hills to hear the wisdom, and to maybe get a an extra special blessing from him. Scripture tells us to continually offer to God our praise, our thanksgiving, always acknowledging his saving work in our lives. When God does use us, we should quickly acknowledge that it was God working through us, the hope of our glory. I remember young, when I was much younger, how thrilled I was, absolutely thrilled, that he would <laughs> notice me, let alone use me, And I find that the, that the whole proposition became cooperating. The more I cooperated with him, the more power he demonstrated through me. And there was this wonderful dance. I remember Bishop Adler talked about the dance. He got that from Bishop Jones. The dance of walking with God. And the better you did it, the better it came out. And the more power you seemed to produce. It 
Psalm 146, I don't put my trust in princes, we read today, nor in a son of man in whom there is no help. Is that true for you? See, I often put my trust in men. I call my brothers and tell them, pray. Pray with me and pray for me. But it's to the Lord who we're looking for our salvation in every situation. So we don't put our trust in the government. Princes represents it in the Psalm 146. Nor in the Son of Man, in whom there is no help. We need to strive to serve others, but not so that we can gloat in our doing. Jesus asked nothing in return. He promised good would be returned to you as a natural consequence. No asking, no manipulating, no striving. Give it, it shall be given unto you. Pressed down, shaken together. That's a picture of a uh, potato chip bag. The more you shake those, then it seems like there's nothing but uh, like a fifth of the bag full of potato chips. Because they all work in together and they go down, 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 down. But not with him. He said, you can do that all you want, but you open that bag and it's going to fly out. My goodness will fly out in your presence. Give it and shall be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, and yet overflowing. That's the way God gives. Happy is he who has the God of Jacob for his help whose hope is in the Lord, his God. Verse 5, Psalm 146. I found it's a foolish man who overestimates himself, who thinks more highly than he should. And I think I must most certainly speak out of experience. As well as what I've observed in others, I'm sure I've seen in myself. But Scripture clearly describes what God can take credit for. And when we dwell on His works, we put our own in better perspective. I have a little note here. Sam's catch. Sam and I were fishing. And uh, it was pretty well one for one. One day. Then the next day we got up and we started fishing. In fact, when I came out 
to start fishing, Sam already had a fish on the line. And I thought that was interesting. But that day he caught three-quarters of all the fish that came on the boat. <laughs> he just could not not catch fish. But who knows next day. And so, having gone through that experience, you know, I'm, I'm just a guy, and I'm thinking, well, you know what, I, I'm as good. I'm probably a better fisherman than Sam. What the heck's going on here? But, you know, that's why they call it fishing and not catching. And one day you're at the top, and the next day you're not. <laughs> And so why gloat over the blessings that God bestows upon you? And so he's, we read the psalmist who's figured it out and put it down so well. Verse 6, who made heaven and earth, the sea, all that's in them, who keeps truth forever. Who executes justice for the oppressed. Who gives food to the hungry. The Lord gives freedom to the prisoners. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord raises those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. And so, here we are. Everybody know what weekend it is? Labor Day. <laughs> but what I want you to dwell on is the Lord's labor in your life. Seems like the more we give up, Ron, the better he gets, the more powerfully he shows himself. No, the question becomes more every day if you're walking with him what can you believe God for? Let's just end this little sermon out with a prayer. Heavenly Father we are just so incredibly uh proud to be called your children, children of the Most High God. And we acknowledge this day, Lord, and cause us to acknowledge every morning the marvelous things you do in our lives, the tremendous blessings you brought to us in our lives with our wives and our children, our families, our homes, good jobs. Lord, and we, as we watch the, the world around us, particularly in other parts of the world where people struggle so hard, Lord, we can easily conclude that most of what we have is a result of a relationship and nothing more. A relationship, Lord, where we cry, Abba, Father. Daddy, 
in you over and over throughout our lives, I believe eternal lives, respond. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Please stand. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried and the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and is seated on the right hand of the Father. And he shall come again with glory to judge the living and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken to the prophets. And I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins. And I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. We pray for your holy Catholic Church that we all may be one. Grant that every member of the church may truly and humbly serve you, that your name may be glorified by all people. We pray for all bishops, priests, and deacons. They may be faithful ministers of your word and sacraments. We pray for all who govern and hold authority in the nations of the world. There may be justice and peace on the earth. Give us grace to do your will in all that we undertake, that our works may find favor in your sight. Have compassion on those who suffer from any grief or trouble, delivered from their distress. Give to the departed eternal rest, that light perpetual shine upon them. We praise you for your saints who have entered into joy. And we also come to share in your heavenly kingdom. We've asked faithfully, grant that we may obtain effectually to the glory of thy name. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Peace of the Lord be always with you. And with your spirit. Turn. Greet your neighbor with the peace. Peace.
Good morning. Uh, I just I, I wanted to say something real quick uh, from Becky and I. Uh, we we got uh, surprised this last week, and my son got hit with a a pretty serious infection that was threatening his brain. And uh, we really appreciate all your prayers and support. And uh, you know, I I would just want to thank all of you for that. Amen. Um, I got a few announcements this morning, on a lighter note. <laughs> and William is back home and doing much better, by the way. Amen. Um, we got our women's uh, meeting coming up later this month, uh, September 18th. Men's meeting, October 2nd. And then a chance for all of us to get together at the St. Michael's Feast on October 3rd. Uh, and also, uh, men, there's going to be a men's retreat this year. Uh, November 11th through 13th. Uh, we'll have some flyers for you, and I hope you can all make it. Uh, I know God wants to just really move in our lives and build us up uh, and just begin the process of uh, having events like this again That's that we true. haven't been able to have in quite a while, and so uh, we want to kick that off this fall. Amen? Amen. As we prepare to receive the body and blood of Christ in the Eucharist, let us respond to God's word by engaging with him in musical worship and presenting to God our tithes and offerings out of that which God has given to us. Together, through Christ, let us continually offer to God the sacrifice of praise. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. But do not neglect to do good and to share what you have for such pleasing to God. Sure, he's begun. 
be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Father, all-powerful and ever-living God, we do well always and everywhere to give you thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord. Through his cross and resurrection, he freed us from sin and death and called us to the glory that's made us a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people set apart. Everywhere we proclaim your mighty works, for you call us out of darkness in your own wonderful light. So with all the choir of angels in heaven, we proclaim your glory, and we join in their unending hymn of praise. Let your Holy Spirit come upon these gifts to make them holy, so they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Before he's given up to death, the death he freely accepted, he took bread, he broke it, he gave it to his disciples, and he said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When supper was ended, he took the cup. Again, he gave thanks and praise. He gave it to them, and he said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of a new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. So let us proclaim this mystery of faith. Christ is died. Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. In memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Father, this life-giving bread, this saving cup. We thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and serve you. May all of us who share in the body and blood of Jesus be brought together in unity by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church throughout the world. Make us grow in love together with our patriarch, Craig, and all of our clergy. Remember especially those who are sick and firmed in spirit, soul, and body. We hold up this day Connie and Susan and Carl and Serena and Naomi, Sonja, Sandra, Karen, Tammy, Maria, 
Kyla, Jean, Mario, Patrick, the Logstons, Mike and Giovanni, Jason, Romana, Lyle and Laura and John Mark, Lance, Corporal, Vargas, and our Marines and sailors at Camp Pendleton and all those who serve in our armed forces. Draw our hearts to remember the poor and the broken. As we receive the body and blood of Jesus, may we be transformed to become the body of Christ to the world. Have mercy on us all. Make us worthy to share eternal life with the apostles, the martyrs, and all the saints who have gone before us. May we praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ. By him and with him and in him in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty God and Father now and forever. Amen. Jesus taught us to call God our Father, and we have courage to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah, Christ, our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Hallelujah. <laughs> Bring him up. <laughs> Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy upon us. O Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy upon us. O Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us thy peace. The gifts of God for the people of God, take them to remembrance that Christ died for you. Feed on them in your heart with thanksgiving. Blessed are those who are called to the supper.
Thanks be to God. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you've graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in the battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, a prince of the heavenly host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who wander through the world seeking the ruin of our souls. Remember the gospel, God was in Christ Jesus reconciling the world to himself, not counting men's sins against them. And he loves us, he's forgiven us, he's not mad at us. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. And the blessings of God Almighty, Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.